uh, I really appreciate you guys coming tonight. And really what I want for tonight is not razzle-dazzle or anything like that, but I want you guys to know what I know. I want you guys to feel what I feel, and I want you guys to see what I see. And if you walk away and just kind of understand those three things by the end of this evening, then I believe uh, this evening was a success. Uh, I love the local church. I've given my life to the local church. I, I said it's Sunday, but I believe that the local church is the only ordained organization on earth to speak into every aspect of somebody's being. And uh, I have not given my life to a building. I don't think buildings make disciples. That's why I, use, I very rarely refer to this building as a building, but I call it a facility because all a building is meant to do is facilitate the ministry. And uh, I, w- I want to talk to you guys tonight why I believe uh, this is the facility that, that God has for us uh, in this place and in this time. Uh, this has all come around really, really quickly, and uh, and I want to have you guys kind of understand we haven't had the opportunity to really kind of lay this out. And, uh, you know, uh, everything I'm going to tell you tonight is true, just not necessarily accurate, okay? So I'm going to, uh, I'm just throwing out, but, but th- this is my recollection. And it's, so dates, times, places, people, don't get hung up on those things. So, uh, but I believe around December, uh, we were in budget time and everything. I know it was before we actually had our budget meeting because I went back and looked at our budget notes and I, we talked about this building. Al Russell, who is the current property management manager here, just uh, in the media room over in the office, uh, mentioned to me and said, hey, the owners are selling this building. And I'm like, oh, great, here we go again. He said, would you guys be interested in purchasing it? Well, for the past seven years, we've uh, been looking for a future facility. Depending on how long you guys have been around, we, uh, in our old facility, after our three-year lease ended, we have been month to month for seven years until we moved into here last year. And that has been very stressful. We have had people, we have looked at tons of buildings. We've looked at land. We've put things in front of people. God's closed uh, the door, and it's been a very frustrating and time-consuming process. So when Al uh, said, hey, you know what, are you guys interested in this? We have an existing uh, future facility team that God has brought together. They have done a fantastic job. I just moved it all over to them and just said, hey, does this make sense? And basically, after, you know, looking at the facility, looking at all, you know, growth pattern, all that kind of stuff, they came back with a recommendation. Yeah, you know what? This is good for our church. This will allow our church to grow. This will allow, uh, this will facilitate ministry and, and things like that. Just to kind of bring you up, up to speed after uh, several months of, you know, getting an appraisal, doing an environmental test, uh, 
you know, doing all that kind of stuff. Everything has come back uh, right and that it makes sense. And so that's where we've kind of got to the day, uh, today. The owners, uh, they haven't put it officially on the market because we've been in this process, but they are looking to sell it. And uh, so we, we talked to banks and we got, you know, everything in line. And even though it would be nice to be able to do kind of a long drawn out like, you know, hey, you know, let's have countless meetings and all that kind of stuff. That's just not the way it's come down. And we had an opportunity and, and we've been looking at it. And here we are at, at the point where we're like, you know what? we as a community either need to do something or not do something. And I stand here today fully convinced that, that we should try to pull the trigger in, on, on this building and because I believe that uh, it will allow us to make, mature, and mobilize more and better disciples in the future. Not because of the building, but because uh, several things. And, and there's three basic reasons why I hold that belief. And the first one is focus. And I've already mentioned it, uh, but I can't, there has not been a day that has gone by probably in the past eight years that I have not prayed about our facility situation. It is something that is constantly on my mind. I have had countless conversations. I have looked at so many buildings and pieces of land and, and, and things like that. Other people in our community has, have spent a tremendous amount of time looking at lots of different things because of just the reality of, of being a church in North America that, that you know, we, we need a building to facilitate ministry. And, uh, and that, that's the reality in the world that we live in and the culture that we live. You know, the alternative, yeah, I mean, can we worship God in Tom Brown Park? Of course we can. And nobody's saying that we can't. But the reality is that people who uh, are far from God and uh, in August, you know, are probably not going to, you know, look for God in the middle of Tom Brown Park they're going to want to come to an air conditioning building and stuff like that. Plus, we don't want our kids running around and all that. So I, I believe by finally putting, settling this, this facility uh, issue that it will free up not only the pastoral leadership, but also some tremendous leaders in our community who have been using all their service time as, uh, as, you know, looking and, and talking with bankers and doing all this stuff. We have magnificent leaders like Shana Case, who, uh, you know, she leads FPU, but has also had to spend a tremendous, not had to, but she willingly spent a lot of time on different, looking at different facilities and uh, be able to free up that horsepower for her to expand FSU or do whatever God has called her to do. You know, Dave Lewis. Uh, I'm not trying to, you know, whatever you want to, you know. I mean, that, but, but right now, you know, that, that she's given a, loss, a lot of time, and so is Dave Lewis and Morris Palmer and Jamie Thompson and I don't want to forget anybody. Paul Michael. Hayes Laird. Yeah, absolutely. Anybody else I'm missing? 
You, you should never mention people, never do lists in, in, in public speaking because you're always going to miss somebody. But they, they have spent a lot of time, and, and actually Hayes and Ian Sommerfeld are actually uh, uh, doing an elevation for curb appeal and stuff that we're going to have to see on, on Sunday. So I'm really looking forward to that. So focus. The second one is stewardship. And I have seen I've seen so many churches get wrapped up in a building and a building becomes the sole focus. I I've seen it. I don't want that. You know, I never and one thing that I've told the, the you know the future facilities team is I do not want to stop doing ministry in order to get a building. And uh but here here's the reality of stewardship, and this is something I take very, very seriously. Uh, is the stewardship of, of God's money uh, that, that he's entrusted to you and, and you guys have entrusted to the, to the church leadership. Over the past 10 years, you know, uh, we, we have been renting. And, and you know what? We, we have received value through that rental. You know, we have had space. We have been here and we have paid uh, uh, rental fees and we have been, you know, here. But at the end of 10 years... Uh, we're still looking at $140,000 every single year in $140,000 every single year in rent expense. I mean, that's just, that's what it is. And that's a lot of money when, you know, and uh, with a a 10-year note uh, that we're we're looking at, doing a 10-year note, we will we will save uh, seventy thousand dollars a year with our current rentals uh, people net, and in ten years we're debt free. We own the building, and uh, ten years goes by really really fast. And uh, to me, you know, ten years from now, saying you know what we you know we. We have these resources, and, and no longer do we have to uh, continue just doing rent, but we, we have these resources to, to freed up to put into additional ministry, because ultimately, the mission of the church is to make more and better disciples, or make mature and mobilize fully, diso- uh, f- fully devoted followers of Christ, right? I heard that somewhere, so... Uh, uh, you know, the really, really cool thing is we have the opportunity, actually, with, uh, with this set up uh, as we have it, if we rent out these other bays, uh, that we could actually have a, a net uh, uh, $140,000 savings, which basically brings our rental expense uh, to zero, uh, effectively. And to me, to be able to, to, you know, that potential, not only immediately as things sit right now, that's $70,000 uh, uh, savings a year, but, a hun- uh, but if we do well at, uh, that, that we can save $140,000 a year, that's real money. That's real money that we're all, you know, tithing and offering and everything that, that immediately uh, goes to the, the mission of the church. So it has nothing to do uh, with the building. It's about facilitating ministry and being a wise steward. Also, uh, growth is the final one. Uh, 
Uh, you can disagree with this. Again, this is what, this is what I see. This is what I, what I feel. Uh, this is what I, I believe. I, I believe that the sacrifice of us now and being able to have some pain uh, in, in, the, in the present will allow future generations to do ministry. And that our church right now, by our actions today, will be able to minister into the future uh, uh, long, hopefully long after we're gone and forgotten. But, uh, but our sacrifice now is our legacy for the future generations and, and, and future ministry. And to me, again, how I feel about that now, it, that's huge. That's really important to me uh, because I believe, again, the local church is, is the only ordained organization on earth to, to speak into people's lives holistically. And that, that is important. So those are the three reasons why I really feel that, uh, that this is what we should do right now. Now, uh, the nuts and bolts of this is, is pretty, pretty simple. Uh, there's essentially uh, three acres here, and uh, they're asking $2.4 million. The appraisal came back $2,400,500. So, uh, kind of funny how that, that went down. It's a $500,000 down payment. Over the past over the past 10 years, right now, I, uh, we have saved, we have $450,000 in the bank. This church has always uh, lived within its means, and we uh, have been, you know, that we have no debt, and we have been putting money away in order to put ourselves in a position because to, to do this. And... Uh, so obviously, um, with you know, and then with a ten-year with a ten-year note, that that gives us a current savings of about seventy thousand dollars. Okay, that'll leave us. Oh, then the owners of the current facility, if uh, if need be have agreed to loan us a three-year loan of $100,000. So with that loan, currently we're sitting at $550,000, okay? So we can, we can do this, uh, and, and that's, that's $50,000 uh, left in, in the bank. I can, I can tell you that uh, that's not... That's not a big enough emergency fund that, that swings in ministry, especially coming into summer and things like that. Uh, we may have a building, but we'll be evicted uh, soon enough. So we've been doing a cash flow analysis and uh, just projection, looking over the next two years. And, and the reality really looks that, that we need to raise about $150,000 above and beyond our normal giving over the next 12 months. Now, uh, just to let you know, uh, 
this Sunday is where we're asking people to pledge, but we've already had people pledge uh, almost $75,000. Okay, just I, uh, people uh, have already, you know, been generous and, and we're moving in that, in that direction. Uh, uh, the the 150 mark is really the the low water mark that's 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 just to get in the building what i really would like us to to do and i believe that our church has the ability to do it is raise $300,000 over the next uh 12 months and uh that'll allow us to pay back that $100,000 loan which uh uh immediately or, well, within the next 12 months. So we can just get that out of the way, and that will allow us also, which will save us $40,000 a year, by the way. Uh, then also, we can do some curb appeal things. And uh, I asked Hayes and Ian to give us uh, a $100,000 vision uh, that we'll see on Sunday. Uh, basically, what we can do with the front uh, for $100,000. So... That's where we're moving. So basically, we have currently about 300 uh, giving households. And uh, basically, that for $150,000, that's an average of $50 a month uh, per household. And uh, so for $300,000, that's, uh, that's double, uh, $100 per household per month for the next 12 months to hit the goal. Now, obviously, we are all in different financial positions. You know, I, I, I would not go and ask, you know, a single mother uh, to come up with $100 extra a month. I mean, that's just not going to happen. We're the body of Christ. Some of us are not going to be able to do that much. Uh, Others, we could do $100 a month without thinking about it. Let's just be honest. Some of you are like, yeah, I wouldn't even miss that. That's, that's pocket change. And I believe that, you know, as, as, you know that the onus is on you, that, that, you know what, you know that. You know that about yourself, and you know, you know, that, that you have been entrusted with additional resources, now, having said all that, I believe that this is a real opportunity for our church to kind of get a, a, a wake-up call, a, a shot in the arm, and bring unity. And what I really want to celebrate next Thursday is 100% participation. How do you judge 100% participation? We'll guess, you know, somewhere in that, that, that area. But, you know, but that, that's the goal, and, and that's why... Uh, 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 you know, we're, we're trying to set this up. We're, we're, we're trying to make it that, you know what, we understand that you may not have a lot of money. You, we may understand that, that you've never given before, that, you know, that, that this may be your, your first opportunity to give. We understand that you may not be able to give a lot. But let me tell you something. I looked at some of the pledges that, that came in uh, already, and there's a couple that, that really stood out, and I'm not going to tell you their names, but there's a high school student in our church 
who pledge $25 a month for the next 12 months. That hit me. That hit me hard. That's $300. That's a lot of money, especially for a high schooler. And that's a high schooler who is investing. I had a guy at the, at the start of this process told me flat out churches should not own buildings and I will not participate. He pledged $600. He was on that sheet. I don't know what happened between that wonderful conversation and, 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 and that, but, uh, but you know what? That was really awesome. And I, I really feel that the money is secondary. I really believe that this is healthy for the church, for all of us to say, you know what? We can do this. This makes sense that God has given us an opportunity and, and that we together can really set this church up uh, to be able to minister long after, you know, we are here. Um, so here, here's the ask. And, it, and I'm asking you guys to, to make a legacy gift. Uh, what I would really hope is you could do a one-time, you know, gift up front and then uh, do something every month above and beyond your normal giving. Uh, that, you know, I understand everybody's situation is different, but that, that's best case scenario because, you know what, we, we need to build back up our cash in order to be able to do the ministry that, that God has called us to do, to not be freaking out about just, you know, what's going on and to be able to do the things, you know, make this, this facility facilitate what we, you know, we feel that God has called us to do. Uh, and this is the level of sacrifice I believe each and every one of us needs to make. And, and, and I said this Sunday, but I'm going I'm to repeat it because I, I really think that this is what each and every one of us should do. Whatever amount makes you feel like you fulfilled your part in being part of this body of Christ, and you have a stake in every baptism, baby dedication, Sunday worship gathering, E3 kids lesson, and every commitment to Jesus that happens at our church because of your sacrifice. That's the sacrifice that I think that we need to do because I believe that that will build unity in our church. I think that there's something powerful will happen in our church when we hear somebody's uh, gospel story and then they are baptized and we know that we sacrificed in order to facilitate that growth. That we know that when we see all the kids running around here that we have ownership in that. That we know when, you know, counseling's happening during the week that you know what? Our sacrifice made that happen. So that, I hopefully that, that answers, you know now what I know. It's fluid. Believe me, it keeps changing and everything, but this is basically where we've landed. Hopefully you feel what I feel. I, I, I feel crystal clear about this. I mean, I really... I, 
not only does it make just stewardship sense, but it makes spiritual sense. And, you know, I I see the trash cans. I see all this kind of stuff. I, I've, I've had so many conversations, and these are great conversations. But also... I saw the rotten mayonnaise when we moved into our other building and the anim- dead animals on, on the wall. And, and those of you who are there are laughing, you know. And, and, and after a few years there, people would walk in and they would just look around and you would see them smile because it was just, it was such a neat spot. I had so many people say, you are so lucky to get this spot. It wasn't luck. God opened up that space that we had people with vision who saw beyond the rotten mayonnaise and the, and the moose heads and, and everything like that. There was a lot of hard work, and, and we made it our own, and it facilitated ministry for a lot of years. So, you know, yeah, this is an ugly building. I can see that. I'm not, a, I'm not blind. I'm not an idiot. But I also can see beyond what it is and what our community can, can make it be. Because I, I just, I know. I just, I've seen us do it before, and I know that we can do it again. Yeah.